Hi, everybody. It's episode 372 of PodQuest. Hey. It's Wednesday, September 29th, 2021. I am Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Hi, I'm right here. Yeah, I'm here. I'm doing stuff. How you guys doing? Not too bad. Yeah. I can... It's safe to say not too bad myself, either. And actually, I'll say much better than yesterday. I'm glad we did not record yesterday. <laughs> Why? What was up yesterday? So, Sarah and I went and got COVID booster and flu shot on Monday, and boy, by the end of yesterday, was I, like, exhausted and just out of it. Yeah, that I, sounds like a lot. I And you don't have to get into this on recording, but I thought COVID boosters were only for 65 and up at the moment. Nope. It's, it's now nope. if you fall into any of, like, the high health risk stuff that they had from the original like the, yeah. stuff. So, like, like, like weight I got and everything. An email, yeah, I got an email from the state on Saturday saying they were available. So I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to another concert on Saturday. Let's get it done. Yeah. I wonder if I got an email from this. Probably, I did actually recently get an email, but I'm also still not at my six months yet. Yeah, so if you're I not mean, at the six months. I'm, I'm at six months uh, for my second shot in like four days, but... Um, yeah, yeah, same here. Mine is like the like the second or third week of October will be six months. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well that's good. At, at, at least you're Which, you're inoculated against things. Yep. Yeah, and and that's like I'm I'm glad you guys are boosted up and re-inoculated, but it's also kind of a level of frustration because my friend who works in a hospital doing like the as a pharmacist in the COVID ward basically. She can't get hers yet. Yes, she can. Just no, she she's not in they they she's not in one of those high like she's in the in a job that has it. But that's like, one of the categories that can get it. Yeah, they just it's released like, this either late last week or the beginning of this week. If you're yeah, it was like last Thursday or Friday. Yeah, if you if you work in a job where you are at any sort of risk of getting it, including and like they they specify healthcare. Um, okay, you are eligible for a booster. Okay, at least it, in New Jersey. Yeah, like I know, I I at least I saw I saw that like it was approved for boosters, but like the headline was sixty five plus, blah blah blah, and so I was just like, okay. But I didn't think the, anything of the it. The boosters for sixty five plus have been like months. Now. Well, yeah, yeah, boosters for sixty five plus has been months, but it's uh that the booster it was well, it wasn't even a booster; it was just a third shot. They didn't consider like that a Fair. booster. They considered that right. a third shot for. Immunocompromised and sixty-five and up. Also, right, keep in mind right. though that there's different there's different reports in language depending on what they're talking about. So the third shot was just recently FDA approved for mm-hmm. sixty-five and older. Um, the state of New Jersey has approved anyone that's like in like the high risk categories or in a or whose job puts them at high risk of exposure or of potential exposure to be eligible for it. But that doesn't mean it's not FDA approved, so it's not universal that you can Yeah, which means hopefully she gets to get it soon and can start hanging out uh uh safely again. Nope. Because it's we uh we that's we record Brose at her house and when we're there, if we're not in the recording studio we have to wear a mask just to as a precaution. She doesn't want to get her patients sick and or kill them because they do a lot of transplants there. And she doesn't want to potentially get us sick because um, she works with COVID. Which is yeah, which, no, that's, understandable. That's yeah, I, I, like I'm not, I'm not against it. I'm 100. percent I'm all for it. It's but it's just like it'd be nice to not have to go up there 
two sets of stairs with a mask on anymore. Oh, don't be a baby. This is just this is just me being a baby now, but like I'll always do it and I'll always respect their wishes and like it's like I'm not mad about it, but it's just You sound mad man, about it. Man, they have a lot of steps. I'm going to tell everybody that you're mad about it. I mean, that, that that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um but anyway, Rich, what's on the agenda tonight? On the agenda tonight, maybe I should actually have the outline open. We are going to uh, quick have a uh, discussion about a concert. Well, a concert Jordan went to last week. Uh, then there was a Nintendo Direct on Thursday evening last week. Correct, yes. Uh, that we have a couple couple of discussion topics we can have about it. Uh, Cobb, you played some online Halo. Jordan, you played some or just some more Diablo 2 Resurrected. I guess you could say some more because you've always played Diablo 2. Uh, I played a new game called Timberborn, which I fucking love, and, uh, Cobb needs to get good at Kana, uh, but we'll, <laughs> we'll talk more about that, uh, when we get there. Yeah, and I didn't say I was bad at it, I just said it got hard. I, look, either way, you still gotta get good. Anyway, Drew, how, how were the killers? Uh, I'll make the joke I made to my therapist yesterday, they were killer. They were really, <laughs> nope, you, they were really fucking good. You're fired, like, go home. Okay, uh, well, I'm already home, so... <laughs> I mean, he's... Problem he's, solved. He's right. He's right. Um, yeah, no, like, the Killers are a band that, like, I, I I always thought they were fine. I wasn't wouldn't have said I was a big Killers fan, and I wouldn't have paid what the tickets cost to have seen them at, like, Wells Fargo Center, let's say, or, you know, or anything even bigger than that, like... I'd have been like, eh, whatever. But they were playing the Franklin Music Hall. It's the Electric so, Factory. Yeah, the Electric Factory. And it was like, you know what, all right. They had someone that was was like, hey, do you want to go? I was like, all right, yeah, I'll buy it. Go. And yeah, like seeing them in that small of a place was really cool. Nice. Yeah, I've, I don't dislike the Killers, but I only know they're two, like they're two really big songs. And like, they're not songs I particularly enjoy. So I don't know that I would ever go see them. But if it's a good concert, it's a good concert. Yeah, uh, Brandon Flowers is, like, the epitome of a frontman. Like, <laughs> dude had two separate microphones on stage. <laughs> Good for him. Like, they had one set up, uh, they had a wireless microphone set up at where his uh, synthesizers were, and then a separate wired microphone and stand, like, on the about same distance from edge of stage on the opposite side on like stage left and the synth was on stage right and it's like why do you... and like sometimes he would take one microphone over to the other and it's like what are you doing but like so much energy from him and the whole band really which that's cool they were really good yeah what what was the um the entrance stuff like to get in because th- th- um, they, re- they required the vaccine proof and um negative test right yeah, so they had people, like, right outside the, the fence to, like, the parking lot area, looking, checking your ID and your uh, vaccine card and your proof of vaccine, or a proof of negative test, I mean. And they actually did have uh, someone there doing rapid tests. I don't know if they were charging for them or not, if you got them there, but... They were charging, but they actually also weren't somebody who were uh, who was there with the venue. It was just some Joe Schmo doing them and giving you. I mean, I mean it was like a. They had a van that had like night, professionally done rap on it. Like 
it was some service for it wasn't just like a random person but not having needed to get a test done right then and there i didn't really pay attention to aside from the fact that like on the top it uh you know in red it was like rapid test site or whatever yeah you gotta have a tent and all you do kind of have to wonder though like did the does the venue like request them to come out and like they do just charge for the rapid test which wouldn't be surprising or like do they just show up at venues that they know have a requirement for that like and just like set up shop outside it's like hey we can we can test you and get you your results before the show starts yeah i don't know uh considering that they were like on the inside of the fence so i guess like on like the venue's actual property okay they were probably like requested to be there by the venue or the band or something yeah that's still cool or, because not ever like mm-hmm. it's hard to get those appointments sometimes, especially like mm-hmm. when you, it needs to be. It was seventy two hours, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know there were people buying tickets day of. <laughs> like there were people right behind us in line that one of the people in their group bought a ticket the day of off StubHub or whatever, and I guess was able to get a test done earlier in the day or whatever and had it with them. So it was fine, but it was like. Oh, yeah. I wonder how many people tried to buy a ticket and didn't know they needed both. Yeah, yeah, because I think... So you're going to see Dance Gavin Dance on Saturday, right? Yeah. And they're playing The Electric Factory 2, I believe? Yep. But, yep. It, like, looking at it, it doesn't look like they require the both things. You, you just need the no. vaccine, I think, for them. Yeah. And, I, like, I'm going to see Newfound Glory and Less Than Jake on Sunday... And I'm pretty sure they're the the same. It's it's what it's one or the other. Yeah, like uh, that is the city mandate, as far as I'm aware, is that one or the other. The killers were like, "No, nah, we want both." If you're getting into this, which is good because like there have been like stuff canceled for COVID reasons. So, well, and friggin' actually, like Dance Gavin Dance, both their singers during the tour have, even though everyone in the band and on their staff is vaccinated. Both their singers have caught COVID during this tour. Oh, wow. And missed shows. But since they're vaccinated, like they've only missed, I think each missed two shows. Oh, that's at least that's not too bad. Yeah. So, and they're both back as of the last show, but then actually they just had to send their drummer away. Yeah. I saw that he, he had to go, um, go yeah, to rehab. Mm hmm. Like, they kicked him out in the middle of a show. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like I saw oh, that wow. on on like Twitter or something like that. Like they like he just he 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 was in no shape to play, so like the drum tech filled in for him. And then yeah. like the next day they're just like, "Yeah, he's going to go to rehab. He's still in the band. Mm-hmm. Like he will be back, but like yeah. he he's going to go get himself better first. And in the meantime, he has given us our his blessing to have our drum tech fill in." That's yeah. awesome. That's, that's that's pretty 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 cool at least that they're like everything's cool he just he needs help yeah and you know like their whole statement talked about you know how the stress from the last 18 months it was like being stuck inside and not knowing what's happening sure fucking didn't help his mental state and oh all absolutely that. absolutely so, so hopefully nothing happens like i think they have one more show between now and philly but yeah and i know it, I've it's been a bit of a cursed tour for them. I mean, it's not just them. Like, I've seen a bunch of... Like, I mean, like, even um, the, the Hell Omega, Omega what was it? Fallout yeah. Boy had to drop out of two shows, I think? Maybe just two, one? I think, uh, no, I think it wound up being three. I think they had announced that it was going to be two, but then had to miss a third one. I know one mm-hmm. of them was Hershey. I forget what the other one. DC and New York? That sounds like... I know they definitely missed New York. 
Okay. Uh, so I mean, the, along her, with Hershey, Hershey and New York were definites then. Yeah, I don't 100% remember DC, but I feel like DC was a, like, no, they definitely missed DC, but it was pretty last minute. Like, I want to say it got announced at 4 o'clock that day that they weren't going to play the show that the doors opened at 7 or 6 or whatever. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then they were back for Detroit was, I think, after DC, if I remember correctly. But yeah. Yeah, you know, it's still a fucking thing, so. Yeah. Yeah, you'd think uh, almost two years after discovery of a virus um, that the world would have a better control over it. And most of the world does. Yeah, and I know... The fucking United States doesn't. I mean, look, there is a lot of the world that doesn't, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But I know... And I mean, just to, like, for some other bands that I know have had to cancel, like, not even just because people have COVID. Like, um, Census Fail had to cancel their next two shows, um... And like it's it's one of those tours where there's a, like they're playing with like I think like Bayside and a few other and Hawthorne bands. Heights. Yeah, I I went to that show at the Electric Factory. Oh, nice! Um, I, I yeah. almost I almost went to that show, um, but forgot about it and uh, uh, agreed to record Brose and then started feeling like crap three days prior. So I was like, "Well, it's a good thing I didn't buy my tickets and I'm not going to the show." Um, had like uh, um, it's probably like more like allergies or something or just a head cold wasn't anything important but yeah it was like i'm glad i didn't go just in case it was covid um but yeah i forgot about that show but i was supposed to go to it man you're just going to all the fucking concerts lately yep which i mean i can't blame you yep like i i was i was looking forward to the dashboard one that was supposed to be friday but oh fuck right that would have been friday (laughs) i i was i would i would have seen uh coheed for the third time uh, in, in 2020, uh, but they, they canceled because of obvious reasons. Um, yeah, and I know their, their tour that they're on, I think now doesn't come through Philly. I think the closest no, place is like no. Newark or something like that. It was yeah. up at, uh, Holmdale, that, yeah. the, whatever amphitheater up there. Yeah, and like yeah, two and hours I, for, uh, like for a concert at night is, that's a long trip. Yeah, and that, yeah, and that, that already happened. But you know what? I made up for it by going to, um, four baseball games in a week, so. That's that's fair. Drew, you're not going to the Newfound Glory show on Sunday, right? No, I don't think so. I'm looking forward to that one. I've never I've I've never gotten to see Less Than Jake. I've never seen Newfound Glory either, but I really like Less Than Jake, and the only time I had a chance to see them was like a warp tour and we ended up having to leave early. Um, ah. And like it was literally like we th- they were one of like the later bands cuz they were like one of the bigger bands and they were on the main stage. Mm-hmm. And I forget who I was with, but one of the people I was with got sick because it was like 112 degrees outside. Um, and like literally could hear them start their set as we were walking down the street. <laughs> I was like, man, what the fuck? Yeah. I saw them with real big fish once. Damn. That's a ska show and a half. Sure was. <laughs> uh, I, I, I saw them. I've seen, I, or no, did I, I didn't see that. Um, Rich, no, you don't where, go to concerts. It? It's fine. I do. I do. I went to the Scott is dead tour in, um, I don't know when. That was a long time ago, wasn't uh, it? Yeah, it's probably five, six, maybe it was 2004. Uh, I remember Mustard Plug Catch-22. Uh, so yeah, it was probably, no, I don't think Suburban Legends was there. Uh, but it was at the Troc. Um, Yeah, and there's no Troc tours. I'm actually on their website right now going through trying to find which Scott is Dead tour I went to. Because um, they have past tours. Yeah, I just noticed that. Um, unless it is like, unless it was the first one, Pittsburgh, 
It was it was probably uh, two thousand. There we go. Two thousand four. Philadelphia Trocadero. Catch twenty two. Mustard plug. Big D in the kids table. Planet Smasher. Suicide machines. Against all thirty in the code. So it was the very first Scott is Dead tour. I'm ninety nine percent sure that's the one I went. Um, yeah, it, it's it's the second leg of it. It looks like Cause I'm on their yeah. site site too. Yeah. But yeah, yeah that because I I had a mustard plug shirt for the longest time that I bought there because I really liked them, but I couldn't wear it because it was too small. Um, and it was the only shirt they had, so I bought it for some reason with the hopes of, oh, I'm going to lose weight, because I used to always do that, and I never lost weight, and I think I might still have it. I don't know. Well, try it on. Maybe it fits you now. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> if it didn't fit me then, it doesn't fit me now. That's fair. Your head has gotten much larger. Um, that's what she said. All right, whatever. <laughs> All right. Actually, before before we transition to, to Nintendo Direct, um, Rich, I have a show to pitch you on real quick. It's it's a okay. it's a sitcom, um, or okay. it's, it's it's at least a comedy. Um, it's it's on Hulu. It's called Only Murders in the Building. Have you heard of this? No, I have not. All right, so it's a Hulu original. Um, I think the first season is ten episodes. They're up to episode seven. Um, okay. it's created by Steve Martin and starring Steve Martin and Martin Short. Um, okay. It's also it also has um Selena Gomez, um, uh, Tina Fey, uh, Holly from The Office. Okay. Sting the musician. And, um, okay. fuck, I, why can't I think of the other guy's name? Uh, fucking, uh, Timon from The Lion King. Oh, uh, Nathan Lane? Yes, thank Nathan you, Lane, and Nathan yeah. Lane. And it's, um, it's Martin Short, Steve Martin, and Selena Gomez are, like, three tenants in this, um, fancy, like, Upper West Side, like, apartment building. Um, Steve Martin's, like, a he's, he basically played Columbo in this fictional universe, um, and all three of them are addicted to a um, a true crime podcast and decide to start their own after somebody gets murdered in their apartment complex. <laughs> and That's great. Yeah, it's just, it's the dumbest fucking stuff, but it's also a very compelling murder mystery, surprisingly. And just Steve Martin and Martin Short are just fantastic t- together all the time. So, like, those two are, are incredible. And so is Nathan Lane. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Oh, oh. They, I'll I'll keep that on my radar. I started watching um uh, Modern Family. Uh, oh, that's a long show. And it is a long show. I'm like season three at this point, but it's really good. I love Modern Family. Have you have you ever watched it all the way through? Or is this like your first time? This is my first time. Wow, that's it, actually that's impressive. It's never been on. It's never been on Netflix. So like, I never really watched it. Um, it's, it's been on Hulu forever though. I, it's been it's always been on Hulu, but I was um. I, I didn't have Hulu for the longest time, and then when I got Hulu, uh, I didn't binge watch things on it that often because I still had commercials. Uh, and then when I decided to get commercial-free Hulu, I started binge-watching things. Uh, the only reason I don't use Hulu to watch some of the shows as my like my bedtime like on my iPad or whatever is because my iPad is so old that I can't update Hulu to play Hulu. Um, so yeah, that's that's the only reason why. Oh, that's silly. Also, just to tie everything together, Nathan Lane is in Modern Family. He is. He is. He plays uh, Pickles. Pepper. 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 I knew God, it was. It was close. It was I'll, close. I'll give you it was that. Close. Yeah. And he he is very good on that show too. He plays. He, a, he plays an absolute asshole, but he's great. He's he's great. I love Pepper. Yeah. He uh, his character is a is like a rich deli owner who produces Broadway plays on this murder show. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so like he's that's fun. He he also has a deaf son in it, and um, one of the episodes there's only one line of dialogue because it's from the son's like perspective for the majority. Mm-hmm. 
So it's a lot of ha- it's a lot of sign language and like um uh subtitles. But okay. yeah, like anytime that it's from the sun's point of view, you the only sound is like the background music because you're basically like you're experiencing it as him where there's just no there's no audio from like the surroundings. Yeah. It's really cool. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you would enjoy that show and it's it's like 30 minute episodes and it's a 10 episode season. Yeah. I'll check it out. Uh when I'm done Modern Family, I have other things that are on my radar. Um, I've been told to watch Squid Games or something like that on Netflix. I think yeah, that's what I'm going to do next-ish. So um, that's not a sh- – I don't think that's a show you can watch, like, to fall asleep to. No, no, no. I, I mean, and that's – I don't watch Modern Family fall asleep to anyway. I, I'm actually watching it, watching it. So after I'm done Modern Family, I'll probably go to that because that's also, like, a serious – sort of serious show, not a not a comedy, so – you know you can watch more than one thing at once, right? You can, like, swap between things I, and mix it up a little? No, I mean, I can, and, and <laughs> I do, but I have, um, I have a, uh, a, a documentary, a multi-part documentary to watch about a Formula One racer. <laughs> yeah, you have two um, weeks to do that. Yeah, so I have to watch that first. I also have to watch that. There you go. Um, but besides your murder show, um, there, we could talk about that Nintendo Direct. Yeah, so that there was a Nintendo Direct. It uh, it certainly directed things. Rich, I it appears that you were very angry about Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreaker. I mean, well, before that, overall, I feel like it was a good direct. It it had a decent amount of showing um for what's coming up in the next few months, as well as post Christmas, uh, which is technically winter. Um, but yeah, the first thing they showed was Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreaker, and fuck you, Capcom was the first thing that came out of my mouth when they said that when they showed that. Because Monster Hunter Rise has had zero support besides do this quest fighting these same monsters and get more emotes over and over and over since its release. Or since the final update. Um, and it's gotten, the game has gotten like literally zero support from Capcom. Monster Hunter Stories 2, a fucking RPG, has gotten more support than Monster Hunter Rise. And it just, it, 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 it pisses me off. Well, that's like, because one of those games is charming and fun, and the other one's Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, it, no, like, Monster Hunter Rise was my least favorite Monster Hunter game, although I still put close to 100 hours into it. It's my least favorite Monster Hunter game. God, you're broken. Um, no, I mean, it was... It's not my least... Like, mechanically, it, it worked perfect. Mechanically, it worked. Um, Which it is was just that, the, that is a big compliment for Monster Hunter. Yeah, like, it, it was... It was it was a Monster Hunter game, and the things they incorporated in it were good. But overall, with the, the choice of monsters and the lack of um, new monster support and things like that, in especially in a post-Monster Hunter world, world um, it just, it, it was not, it, it wasn't anything what, like, I wanted it and what a lot of people wanted from it. Um, and I, I have not, I've wanted to go back and play Monster Hunter. But I'm pushed more to play Monster Hunter World than I am to play Monster Hunter World. That's fair. Also, just to, just to circle back to what you said at the beginning, um, they did say that this was also that this was going to focus primarily on games coming this winter. I know, I know. I had I had a, a a few people say to me like, "Well, that didn't show me much for the next." I'm like, "Well, it's a winter direct." No, no, no. Which winter? Here, here, tech- let me, hear me out. Let me finish. So winter. That and you're right. That could be. Up yeah. to the end of December and then up through March of next year. So mm-hmm. winter, yeah. win- there's a lot of winter. Yeah. The first game they showed, 
Monster Hunter Rise Stormbreaker DLC, coming summer 2022. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Also, a lot of the things in this direct were announcements for announcements. They did do that a couple of times, and I don't. I didn't think it was a bad direct. I didn't really have high expectations going in, but I, I, it was a little lackluster for I mean, me. Like there wasn't a whole lot in here that I cared about. There was only one announcement for an announcement. No, there were two. No, was it only two? I thought it was like three. Uh, no, it was, it was. It was Smash Brothers and Animal Crossing and the Switch online stuff. So yeah, it was three. Yeah. Well, See? no, the All Switch. Right. It was. No, the Switch line online stuff. I don't count that as an announcement for an announcement because they told you everything that was coming to it. They were announcing it, it. But they're going to announce the price later. Yeah, but that's... I mean, I'm not surprised that they're going to announce the price later. But like, that we'll get, doesn't surprise me. We'll get to but, those in a few minutes. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I was just... When I saw Sunbreaker, I was that was just like a big middle finger to me from Capcom. Because it's like, a huge, giant content release, DLC, blah, blah. I'm like, fuck you. Like they, they after Rise was all done, they they sent out a a, a poll. Would you want to pay for added DLC monsters, like 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 in a a, a a games for service style? No, but that's what they're going to be leaning on now, and no longer using uh emotes as a revenue generating process, and it's going to kill the Monster Hunter community totally if they keep sticking with that um uh uh model. It really will. Yeah, I mean, probably. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, this it, That one, I, I didn't care. I mean... Yeah, I know. Did, I, I kind of figured you were going to have some sort of reaction, because I remember you being aggravated at how they were handling that game. Yeah, yeah. It was... Like, I, I when I first started watching the Direct, and that was the first thing, I texted Evan, and I was like, fuck you, Capcom. Just immediately, as soon as it showed any little bit of Monster Hunter, I said, fuck you, Capcom. Because it's it's it just it made me so mad. Um, but besides that, uh, they did show some some other things. There was this game that like I'm intrigued by, and I think there's actually a demo out for it. I can't remember. I don't I think have, they said uh, anything about a demo for Voice of Cards: The Isle of Dragons. Yeah, if it wasn't that, it might have been for ActRaiser. I can't remember. There was a demo announced for that day of that um of that direct. I just can't remember what it was, but. Uh, Voice of Cards, the Isle of Dragons. It's it intrigued me. Like I want to, I want to see more of this. Maybe try it out. See how the card system works. Because it's like a, it's 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 a card game kind of. It's like a tactical card game. Yeah, it's a card game mixed with a JRPG. Yeah. Oh, that, there like, is a demo for it. Okay, so it was this one then. Um, I, and I, I meant to try it, but I just I well I was pretty busy this weekend. Um. But it was like, yeah, I, it, the, the art looks pretty cool. And that's what pulled me in more so than anything. Like the art, the art of the cards and things like that looks pretty neat. But like, it just intrigued me, this game. Did you just say the heart of the cards? The art of the cards. Oh, okay. But also the heart of the cards. You're the worst. <laughs> oh. You're not going to talk about a card game and not talk about the heart of the cards. Ooh, I got to remember to say that oh, to Pete tonight. That's right. So this, um, this game is the one that's from Yoko Taro. Who is mm-hmm. the the near creator? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So this game, aside from it already looking fucking bonkers because it's a tactical JRPG that's completely based on cards, um, it's fucking Yoko Taro. Yeah. So that should be interesting to say the least. I I was I was intrigued. I will I will say that. Um. I'm actually yeah. I I am adding the uh the demo to my account now so yeah. that I don't forget about it. 
I'll uh, I'll 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 do that after after we're done here, and I'll um I'll try to play it over the weekend. We can talk about it next week. Yeah, I'll I'll try and remember to give it a shot too. Like if I don't have stuff going on that like re- actually, you know what? I could bring the switch with me when you get when you guys are playing D anD D. It'll give me something to yeah. do while you guys are being fucking nerds. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> the other one playing a fucking card game. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. So real quick, this they said this was a winter. It was for announcements for games and stuff for winter. Yeah, yeah. They winter twenty twenty one was how they literally one thing they announced is coming out in winter of twenty in winter period. Like between now, well, I guess two, but the other one is winter twenty twenty two. I mean, it's still they never said it was winter twenty twenty one. They yeah, just they said did. it was a winter Nintendo Direct. No, they said it was w- uh, w- this winter. But they, it may have been a a translation of like through this winter. I I think it was, but no, but no, that's the thing. Well, all right, through this winter, that now through this winter at least adds a couple of the things that are coming out before winter. Yeah, but then everything else is nebulous twenty twenty two or after March twentieth, which is the end of winter. That's <laughs> like. It's fine. Nintendo just doesn't know the seasons. It, it happens. It happens. Um, I am cautiously optimistic about Chocobo GP. I mean, sure. Like, it looked fine. But what kart racer has ever really done anything other than Mario Kart? Diddy Kong Racing. Fair, but not even. Diddy Kong Racing is not even on the It is not even. It's not the best kart racer on that system. So, I mean, that's, like, that is valid. I just, I just think it's an interesting move to release a kart racer exclusive on a Nintendo system. Like, why not release it on where it might get better uh, reception on, say, the PlayStation, where that's where Crash Team Racing is. Like, like there's not a lot of kart racing besides Crash Team Racing, and maybe uh, there might be one or two others. But like, why just an exclusive? On the Nintendo. That's, that was the thing that I thought was the funniest. It's like, Chocobo GP, I, you know what? I might get it. I feel like there was a, like a Chocobo Racing, like, actual game back in the day. There uh, were mystery had... dungeon games that, that, like, you controlled Chocobos, if I remember correctly. I'm 99% sure there was a game called Chocobo Racing that came out on the PS1. Maybe there was. Yep. Chocobo Racing console game, PS1. Uh, yep. 1999, March 18th, 1999. We had it. I had it. We played it. It was a fun game. And I remember it because the Chocobo had the friggin' rocket skates on oh, his I, feet. Oh, like, I remember the, uh, the art for this game now. Yeah. And so, like, that, that, that game was fun back then. Um, I, but it just, to me, this, this looked like kind of just like a generic kart racer. Um. Dude, it's got Vivi and Steiner in it. This is, this is anything but generic. I mean, it's it's cool that they're they're calling back some of the better characters of Final Fantasy, but still, like, it, it's just an interesting move to to release a, a kart racer exclusive on a Nintendo system. Where no, you, have you are a hundred percent right, but like, it's also been four years since there was a Mario Kart, so you know, and it'll probably be until the next platform that there's another one because they seem to only do one Mario Kart per generation. See, I don't, I don't think it'll be that long. Um, especially unless they're going to be announcing a new console next year, uh, with the release of the final Smash character. And Mario Kart 8 was a port from the Wii U, with just all the DLC content. Like, Mario Kart 8 on the Switch is just the Mario Kart 
Wii U version. Yeah. Uh, with all the DLC. So they never released a, a full Mario Kart game for the Switch. I think we might be getting one soon. It's, it's, uh, it's nearing close to the end of the cycle for the Switch console itself anyway, but I think there's a chance that we might get a Mario Kart game coming out in the next uh, year or two. Years. I think because of how many copies of 8 Deluxe were sold, that they're probably just going to sit on it unless they run out of other games and they need to just crank something out. Because, like, 8 Deluxe sold a ton, and it still sells. So, like, it's one of those games where, like, every Switch already has one. Yeah. Like, people probably, like, there aren't as many people that will buy a second copy of, like, a new Mario Kart on the same platform. And they yeah, have only ever if, released one Mario Kart per platform. If if every console has a Mario Kart 8, why not release a Mario Kart 9? They're not making any more sales on it, so why not release the new one? Because like, they, I don't know. they are. That's the thing. Like, people, when people buy Switches, they still buy Mario Kart. I know, but then they can get more money by getting the people who already have 8 to buy 8. And have the people who are buying going to buy eight can now buy nine. That's what I mean. Like I don't know that as many people would buy a nine on the same platform because what's going to be different? But Chocobo GP, VV and Steiner, you can. I mean, you you can collect Fire Aga and hit and hit your enemies with Fire Aga instead of a blue shell. In, in, in Mario Kart, you can use a Me Racer and just make VV and Steiner. Uh, just saying. The Mi's just are the saying. worst thing that Nintendo has ever done. Let's be realistic. Uh, they do a lot with them, though. But the, they like, are the worst. Are Mii's worse than the Virtual Boy? Yes. No. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't get behind that statement. I would rather play the Virtual Boy for 24 hours than ever see another me. How I'll can say, we get this to happen? I, I, I will say the the fact that Mii's have continued since Wii might actually make them worse than the Virtual Boy. It's like but... Minions. Minions are atrocious and they just keep coming. <laughs> yeah. Rich, you mentioned Smash a minute ago. Who do you think the final Smash character is going to be? Uh, it's going to be a Shigeru Miyamoto himself. That would actually With be hilarious. It's it's going to be him on stage teaching you how to play as him in Smash. So wouldn't it make, make more sense if it was Sakurai? Is that who it is that's, that shows yeah. those? Yes. Then it'd be yes. Sakurai. Sorry. I, 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 I like the idea of it being Miyamoto more. I mean, more. you know, it could be a multi-skin, like, like uh, mirror character, Sakurai and Miyamoto. No, like, he just... No, Miyamoto would be better because he just comes out and just throws Nintendo characters at people. Like, he literally just throws Mario at Mario. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He comes out with the, um, the Wiimote and the Nunchuck and fires arrows like that, um, that one E3 where he was trying to demonstrate the Wii Motion Plus with, uh, Twilight Princess, maybe? No, not Twilight Princess. Skyward Sword with the, uh, with the bow and arrow. Um, uh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like, what, look, everyone wanted Reggie to be in there. I think Miyamoto has way more versatility when it comes to potential moves. Yeah. His final smash could just be to summon all of the Pikmin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it would be it would be great. Like I I'm not like actually the the character pass 2 is not terrible. Uh I it's Stephen Alex is really what like pushed me away from getting it because fuck Minecraft. But overall they've had with Min Min from Arms Sephiroth, Pyra and Mithra from um, Fire Emblem, and Kazuya from Tekken. Like Pyra and Mithra are from Xenoblade. Are they Xenoblade? Okay. They, yeah, uh, I, I understand your thinking. They have swords in their anime, so they must be Fire Emblem. <laughs> but like, it's it's um. Oh, that's right. They did Bailiff from Fire Emblem in the previous uh, character picks. Yes. Like, it was it was a it was a good showing. 
of of DLC characters that it's going to be interesting to see who this final character is, as well as it's going to be interesting to see what they do with the next Smash Bros. Because this now puts, I think, uh, the the characters to close to eighty at this point total. I think they bring it back to just the original like seven or whatever there were in the original Smash Brothers, and that's it. I mean, that's a complete possibility. And they, they reinstate tripping? No, no, please no. <laughs> um, I I was playing Smash Bros the other day with friends, and I have a buddy who says fuck items. Items are the worst, and I'm like, yeah, this is why I don't like playing Smash Bros with you. Because yeah, because like honestly, like if you're playing that game, like that game, like yeah, like you're you're supposed to play with items and all the bullshit he's, because like, like it's he, supposed to be fun. He's he's also like tournament ready or like tournament skilled and really good at it to begin with, and then when it's like him and his 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 girlfriend, um, it's just like they're both really good at Smash, and then there's no items, so I generally just don't stand that much of a chance. Have you thought about getting good? It's I can't get good at Smash. I can't. Have they thought about playing real fighting games? Uh, they. I'm. I'm sure they might have. Uh, I don't know, but like, I. I've even mentioned last time. I was like, you know, uh, official tournament play allows for items now. And he's like, fuck items. Items are the worst. I'm like, it's not Smash. Why are we playing in Final Destination only and no items? That's not Smash Bros. If it's Final Destination only. And no items. That's a fucking tournament, which I don't want to be in. Yeah, that that is yeah. that is Evo right there. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. But even then, like Evo plays on different stages. Yeah, but it's all the tournament stages, so you can which set are it just final destination, which are just final destination a with a different skin. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, like realistically, though, do you, do you have any guesses? Either of you have any guesses on who you think might be the final character? Um, I know who the internet wants it to be. Waluigi. It's not gonna be. It's not yeah. gonna be. It better be, it honestly. Be. It, it won't, won't be, be, but it better be. It's, It'll be some fucking Fire Emblem character with a sword that no. isn't in the game. I don't know that there are any left. There <laughs> fucking, I'm sure, are a thousand more. There's, what, like 30 Fire Emblem games? No, I hope I hope they add the, the, the girl from Fire Emblem Three Houses that's afraid to leave her room. I just think that, like, I forget what her skill was and everything, but, like, I just think that'd be funny to have, like, an, a, a, a like, aggressively introverted character as, like, your last Smash character. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, we... I'm, Sorry, Rich, go ahead. I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, maybe releases around the same time, and, like, maybe it could be something from Metroid Dread, which is why they're waiting until close to or around the release of Metroid Dread to announce it. Um, but other, maybe, like, other Chozo like, or something like that. I was gonna say, other than Ridley and Samus, like, what other characters would be good in a Smash Brothers? Because even Ridley seems weird. Well, I mean, they're, they're, like, they're, have you watched anything from Dread? There's, like, this, like, humanoid-type thing that I believe they think is, like, part of, like, the Precursors or whatever, the Chozo or whatever they called, um, that could be that, uh, could be Kraid, um, but I don't know, it's probably not Metroid. I don't really know, like, I don't, I have no guesses. I really have no legitimate guesses, because, like, I, I would never have guessed... Like, it, I would never have guessed Stephen Alex. I never would have guessed uh, Terry's stupid name. Um, God, you're the worst. I, like, I I don't know. I don't I don't know what like maybe um uh what's the word um like deals they've said or anything. It's just it's hard for me to figure out uh who it could be. I hope it's someone exciting, but. I hope it's there's, another iteration of Mario. There's 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 80 characters and half the people don't use half of them. So 
at this point, it's getting a little too much anyway. But w- what if it was like Metal Cat Mario? God, that would. I they Boy. they have they or at least I don't know if they do anymore. But they had uh, an item because yeah. we don't play with items anymore. Because but they, yeah, they I don't still think they've have, ever removed an item they, from they, the game. They, well, they have the metal box, so they, it wouldn't yeah. be metal cap because they have the metal box, so that would take away an item use essentially. Um, maybe I mean it wouldn't be something Kirby, even though they just announced Kirby, uh, which we'll get to in a second. But yeah, I, I have I really have no guesses. Maybe what if it's Arceus for, for Pokemon? Do they have any quadruped Pokemon? Yeah. Um, the Bulbasaur? Can't you be Bulbasaur? Oh, that's right. You, yeah, Venus... you can be. You can be. Or it's, or, oh, it's Yes, right? it is Venusaur. Or uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because it's it's Squirtle, Ivysaur, and Charizard. Right? Are the three? Look, Cobb, they have fucking Piranha Plant. So this is true. Piranha like, Plant is is he Una hops around Pat- in a fucking Pendle. pot though. So I'm just saying. Um. But he is still upright. Oh, and fucking Pikachu runs on all fours. That's yeah, true. That's true. Pikachu and Pichu do run on all fours. Um, Wait, is Pichu its own character in that game? Yeah, yeah. Pichu's been its own character just since GameCube one. Okay, just but, like just like there's Link, Kid Link, and Toon Link. That I knew, but also like we've been over it. Like I don't I don't care for Smash, so like I honestly don't know most of the characters. Um, I did not realize Pichu was one of them. That's stupid. And so, uh, technically, Pyro and Mithra are 79 and 78. Kazuya is 81, so this will be character 82 in the full series of Smash Bros. And we actually, so we, we, we kind of buried the lead here. On October 5th, they're going to be announcing the final Smash character in a separate Smash Brothers Direct hosted by Sakurai. Um, so, that's fun. Um, yeah. And then, uh, I think the, the, probably the only game that I was personally really interested in was uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. That game looks super adorable. Uh, I kind of, I kind of need it. Kind of. I will almost certainly get it. Um, I haven't mm-hmm. played a like main Kirby game in a long time, but I love the one on like I, I love um Kirby's Adventure and Kirby's Dreamland and Kirby sixty four was all right. The Crystal Shard one. I've I've never actually really played any. Well, I've never really played through any of the Kirby games. Um, for the most part, like I've played them, but I've never played through them. Um, so I don't really, I can't really say how much it's, like, which ones I do and don't like, but this one looked cute and, and Kirby and fun, and I'm like, I kinda, I kinda need this, kinda need this game in my life. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's the first time Kirby's in, like, a 3D game, like that. Like, I don't know that there's been any Kirby games that were actually, like, open-world-ish 3D. Not that I can think of. Yeah, so, I mean, even the, the, the yarn Kirby games were, were 2.5D. Mm-hmm. So... That yeah that that one looked absolutely charming and it'll be neat to see yeah. some of his abilities like when he like eats people in like a 3D model yeah, yeah. like like one of the things when he when he does like the spike ball thing he kind of katamaris them like he was like rolling and like picking up the enemies and sticking them to himself yeah which was amazing I loved that yeah that so that one that one will hopefully be a good one mm-hmm. um and then they they announced an, another announcement for. A Animal Crossing direct coming sometime in October. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a specific date for that one. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, I haven't touched Animal Crossing in close to a year. Same. Um, like I've jumped on a few times, but like if I were to go on right now, my Islanders would be so mad. Uh, there's gonna be so many weeds. Um, and yeah, I just they 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 the game ran out of content. 
for me to enjoy. Like after after swimming was incorporated, which sucked. There was I like I basically ran out of things to do. Like I only had like three more fish to catch and three more bugs to catch, and I never did those to clear up those those parts of the uh, collectopedia. But I just like I was like, all right, I'm kind of just done now. I don't really have a reason to play this game anymore. Yeah, I kept, the same thing kind of happened. Like I. I did the stuff I wanted to do, didn't really have anything else I wanted, so I just kind of, like, fell off. Uh, this is, they're at least adding the cafe to the museum. Yeah. Um, and then they're going, so in, sometime in October, they'll have this direct to announce new content that'll be coming in November. Didn't really yeah. tell us what content it would be. Yeah. And, and hopefully, like, hopefully it's something that might, like, pull me back into play for a bit, but I don't think so. I think I'm, I've, I think Animal Crossing ran its course for me. Yeah, it did what it needed to do. At the time that it came out, I needed it. I don't need it anymore. Yeah, and like Animal Crossing is one of those games where like each iteration has something neat about it that you play through it. But like at a certain point, there's just nothing left to do in that iteration. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you hang it up, you come back to it later. Yeah. Uh, What was next? Oh, uh, Rich, are, are you excited for Mario Golf DLC? Mario Golf gets better support than Monster Hunter fucking Rise. Okay? That's how bad I am about Monster Hunter fucking Rise. Mario Golf gets better support. Fucking Mario Golf gets better support. Okay? Well, I mean, Nintendo, Capcom. But Cap, look at what Capcom did with Monster Hunter World, and look at what they're doing in Monster Hunter Rise. That's what I'm getting at most. Monster with. Hunter World, multi-platform. Monster Hunter Rise, single platform. Yeah, but Monster Hunter Rise sold... I, I don't think it didn't... I, I, don't, I don't know the numbers for Monster Hunter Rise. Isn't Monster Hunter World their best Capcom's best-selling game of all time? Well, yeah, but I think Monster Hunter Rise sold. I mean, Monster Hunter Rise was. Uh, I think it sold higher than any other Monster Hunter game besides World and and, and Iceborne. According but to VG still... sales, it may have sold six million worldwide. Okay, whether but that's accurate just, or not, I'm not sure. It's just I, I I get so bitter that like a game like fucking Mario Golf is getting better free support and DLC than Monster Hunter, a game that's made on continued play with free support. But anyway, I am excited about the Mario Golf DLC because we got two new characters and two new uh, um, uh, courses for free. I haven't actually gotten to play it yet. I tried to get together a group of people to play it last Friday. Never got around to it. Um, and honestly... Remind me. I'll, I'll, I'd play. Yeah, I, I was gonna... I, it's also like Mario Golf doesn't really reflect well on a streaming... I mean, I've never... The last time I tried streaming Mario Golf, I stopped after an hour because no one was joining, and I was in a bad mood that day anyway. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely try to uh, hit you up uh, later this week, probably on Friday if I have time. I have some cleaning and stuff I need to do, plus I think I'm supposed to go to a haunted attraction. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I am excited that like we are still getting new stuff for Mario Golf, because we got... I think we got something a few weeks after it was released as well. That sounds uh, right, but I'm honestly not sure. Might have been just like a character, or it might have been... Oh, it was New Donk City. We got New Donk City as a DLC, a free DLC after the game came. Um, and I played that, and that's a really stupid, fun, uh, all-par-three course. Um, like, 18 holes, all of them are par-threes. It's great. Um, but yeah, with, uh, with this one, it looks like they put, um, and it's not really that much of a change, but they put weather in the training course, and they added another course as well, and the characters were, um, what were the characters? I can't remember now. I should have written that down. Um, oh, uh, uh, Ninji and Koopa Troopa 
are the new characters. Right, and Ninji's kind of weird, because I don't know that he's been in anything other than Mario 2. I think I've seen him pop up here and there in things, but not, like, not front front end thing. Which, I mean, like, that is that is at least a different sort of character to add. Like, yeah, yeah. good on them to that's, kind of thinking outside the box. That's going to be the DLC character for Smash. It's going to be Ninji. That would actually be hilarious if it's just the year of Ninji for no good fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so... I don't know if, if you guys care at all, but I thought it was kind of neat that they're going to port the, the base-ass KOTOR over to, to the Switch. Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised. Uh, I, I think it's cool, but I'm also not surprised. I'm actually surprised it took this long for it to happen, seeing as how, like, a lot of companies treat the Switch as, like, a mobile phone. And so, like, a lot of the mobile games are already on there anyway. Yeah, which it's honestly probably going to be the case. This is probably the mobile port of the game, which means it's mm-hmm. not going to be good. Oh. Yeah. Which is a bummer, because it would be nice to have a version of the original game that wasn't broken the way the, the Steam version is. Yeah. True, because Drew, I think we talked about it like a couple of weeks ago. You had the same experience where like the game literally locks up after combat. You can't do anything. You have yep. to quit the game yep. and restart it. Have to really? save and quit. Yeah, it's fucking impossible to play, which is why I've only played like 45 minutes of that game. Because, like, that's when you start getting into the combat, and it's like, after the third one, I was like, alright, I'm fucking done with this game. I'm not. I'm not doing this. Yeah. Is, is, and, and there's no, like, uh, user-created fix, like, player fix or anything? It's nothing permanent. There's, like, you can, like, go in and edit, like, an INI file, and, like, it temporarily resolves it, I think. But it, it's been a known issue since, like, 2014 or 13 or something like that. Like, I found Steam forums of people telling people how to fix it. Okay. And just the but fact... No, like. No yeah, one's created mods for it or anything? I don't believe so. And even then, like, you shouldn't have to download a mod to make a game that's from 2003 not just break. No, but, like, at the same time, like, what what's causing this? Like, is it the game's age? Is it the... It's a bad is... port. Like, they did a bad job porting it to Steam. Because it, it's basically been like that since it launched. Okay, so that it was... I, I mean... I played it back in 2011 or 12. I don't remember it being bad. I, so I wasn't sure if maybe like a a patch broke it and they just never patched it out. Or I, mean, I think the problem is they've never patched it. So as technology gets better, the game doesn't support it anymore. And that sucks. But, you know, they're remaking KOTOR. So it's not as bad. But I am I am curious to see what this version ends up looking like. Like whether it is actually just the mobile port or if they change anything up on it. Based on, like, the track record of these things going to the Switch, I'm assuming it's just going to be the port. And it's probably, this will probably be ported to everything at some point, because I don't see a reason for it to not go to Xbox and PS5 also. Mm-hmm. What's the point in them putting out this port when they're getting the remake? Because you, yeah. you put this out next year and the remake comes out in two years. You get you get two sales. Yeah, I mean... It's the same thing with, like, Final Fantasy VII. They keep, they, they released the, um... The original like iOS port of that to all of the platforms, what like three years ago, and then the remake came out last year. That's and then, true. And then the 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 re re remake comes out or is already out the phone thing soon. Oh yeah, yeah, that thing. Yeah, which I I can't even remember what it's called or when it's coming out, but I do want to try it when it comes out. If it's, I think you have to pay for it, so I won't. Probably. Yeah, it'll and it'll probably be like thirty dollars. Yeah. How about those Switch Online chain? I. I was kind of blown away at the fact that they're incorporating N64 and Sega Genesis games to uh, to the Switch Online. Hey, use the proper name. It's the Mega Drive. I 
don't. No. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what that means. It's called the Mega Drive everywhere else. Okay, no, it's the Sega Genesis. Um, it's the Sega I, Master System and the Sega yeah. Mega Drive. And if I were on a personal um, account, just me, depending on what the price increase was, I'd, I'd probably be down for it if it's not much more than, like, five bucks a month. Um, and I've already talked to everyone who's on my family plan, and they're all 100%. Let's go for it. So I'm, I, I told them, I was like, when the price is announced and we can upgrade... I'll send you all the Venmo for everything because I already resubscribed recently anyway. Yeah, I am curious to see how much more they charge and how how they do this. Like whether it's just a you know, like you said, like five extra bucks to add it on now, and then when your thing renews, it's just your whole price is five more dollars, or if it's always like this side add on that gets charged it, separately. No, it'll it'll probably just always roll in. It'll it's just fine. It's not a big deal. I, mean, uh, I would rather just, have it roll in. Yeah, it'll probably just roll in. Like, I don't mind, like, a month after I resubscribed having to pay an extra five bucks, and then I only get it for 11 months because I resubscribe early. Or maybe then my new subscription date moves, which won't happen. But it's not a big deal. It's not It's not the end of the world if that happens. Um, like, yeah, I, it, it's going to be interesting to see. I Like, I'm most interested about this price. If this is, like, $15 more a month, it's not worth it. Um, and I'm saying like $15 flat. So like on a family plan, probably 35. No, yeah. yeah. Said, no, be 50 because the family plan's 35, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like, 35 plus an extra 15. Yeah. Which, uh, but I'm saying like if, if it's $15 a month for just a single account, and how much would they increase that $15 onto the family plan? So like, oh. that's, so like if the, the normal account is 20. The family plan for up to eight people is $35, $36. Um, then is it going to be an extra 20 or $30 on top of that to make it $60 a year? And like, is that worth it? Is, is that, is that $15 a month or is that whatever new price a month going to be worth having the N64 and Sega Genesis, um, ROMs on it? Yeah, and like and it just—it depends on also the support and how often they decide to add games to them. They have come out and said they're still going to support the SNES and the NES with more games. So, like, but let's be I, realistic. Kind of, like both of those things right now, it's a core selection of well-regarded like first-party Nintendo games, and then a whole bunch of hot garbage. Of, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but it's still. Which I is mean, basically the entire N64 library. It's like four <laughs> really well-regarded Nintendo games and a whole bunch of garbage. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, which I think they're basically putting... A, funny enough, Banjo-Kazooie is going to be on here. Donkey Kong 64? Not. At least at <laughs> launch, obviously. But Well, I mean, doesn't Donkey Kong 64 suck shit? Almost. Like, isn't that let's, let's be realistic. Is- basically, every Nintendo 64 game is going to play like absolute shit oh but i mean even in the day wasn't donkey kong 64 like oh yeah no it's a bad game. critically bad yes no it's, like, it's a it's very not a good game it's it's very bad um that's why that's why giant bomb sent their copy to antarctica <laughs> um but yeah rich like i agree with you 100 like depending on how much this is like there's a very small line where this is worth it which is why like i hope they as Annoying as people will probably find it if there's too many subscription options. I hope if they're going to up the price too much for this, they have an option to just keep the base family plan still. Because 
I don't have a whole lot of love for many Sega games. Like I like like the Sonic games and and stuff, but I don't need to play those. Yeah, um, I, it's it's gonna be its own separate expansion. So like, if you don't want the N sixty four and Genesis, you don't have to get it. Yeah, I I just hope they keep it that way. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, but for how long until they just go? And eh, now we're just increasing the price. And like, if it's um, under sixty bucks a year, like I can live with that. Um, I'm not. I don't really want to spend that much, but like, if that's the choice to have cloud saves, like, I will deal with it. But I'm almost never going to play. Like, I'll play these games as a gimmick when they first come out. But other than Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, Nintendo 64 games weren't good. Like, some like some of them they were revolutionary for what they did. But like that whole era, the 32-bit, 64-bit, mid 90s era of games are bad. Like, they did not age well. Um, they, they tend to not play well, they don't look good, it's unfortunate, because they did change the way games worked, but they're not, they're not fun to play anymore. Super Nintendo, Nintendo, like the, the, the 2D, 16, 8-bit era stuff, that stuff still all, all holds up, because in a lot of cases it was like, just regular pixel artwork on 2D backgrounds. Yeah. But as soon as they started getting into polygons, like, those polygons look like fucking garbage today. Because mm-hmm. yeah. there were, like, six polygons in those games, and that's not how you make a shape. <laughs> but yeah. I'm still interested in it, and I want to see how many fucking Nintendo 64 controllers they sell. Because what motherfucker wants a Nintendo 64 controller? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is it is the best Smash Brothers controller. I, that's the thing. Is it gonna, Are you going to be able to play Smash Bros. with an N64? I would hope so. That would be dope. That would be the only reason to fucking buy that. And And... and... I don't think the N64 is the best Smash controller. Come on. Alright. Uh, the GameCube was the best Smash Bros. Uh, That's why uh, they. It's why every time they've released Smash Bros. since the GameCube, they released an adapter in some way, shape, or form to use an N64 or a GameCube controller. Like, either they released a GameCube controller for the Wii, for the Wii U at its, age, at its time, like, or the, even with the Switch, they had the, I ha- I use my wired GameCube controller for the Wii U to play Smash Bros. with, and I have I have the adapter to play it on the Switch. But they also released a wireless GameCube controllers for the Switch for Smash Bros. It's a real fucking bummer that the best controller to play Smash Brothers is still a garbage fucking controller. I don't think the GameCube controller is a garbage controller, though. You are allowed to have a bad opinion, Rich. I, I forgive you for that. It's it's not it's not a garbage controller. Like the main button is the biggest button, which makes sense. Like it's not uncomfortable. I no, I don't I don't it, find I don't find it I don't it is, find it a bad controller. It is the worst of that generation controllers, though. Nothing, but I mean to be fair, that was in it. It was a rough generation because it was going up against the Duke and the the DualShock Two, and like you can't compete with those two. Sure. But I, I, the GameCube controller is not awful, but like, I never liked the Y stick. Like, I thought that thing was kind of annoying to use. The, the, the C the stick? C, oh, C yeah, stick. I'm sorry, the C stick. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't really used a lot either to begin with. Like, it's, I, it's, it, I, I mean, I don't, I, yeah, I don't remember. Uh, well, it's because nobody bought games that would use a second analog stick on that system. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you think about it, like, up until this generation, I guess last, like, the Wii U to an extent, too. Um, like, Nintendo kind of, like, avoided, like, going full dual joystick on games. 
like they they managed to get because even on the on the Wii, like I think the Wii Classic controller maybe had the two analog yeah, sticks. Yeah. Classic controller had two, sticks. Mm-hmm. but like they managed to not need two of them because all their games had motion controls. So like you used Waggle to look around in a lot of cases. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, I for, I don't know why Nintendo hated dual analog sticks, but they did. They fucking hated them, and they still do. Look at their analog sticks. They're they <laughs> everyone gets Joy-Con drift on them. I mean, I, well, I don't, I don't. Do people get drift on uh, the pro controllers? No, no, it's ju- it's really just the the Joy Cons. I mean, they it's the thing. Like they always did um, the the offset, which is just it is a little awkward. The offset with the one stick up and the other stick down, but it's just it. it I don't know. It 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 works for me. Wait, what do you mean the offset? So like when you hold your PlayStation controller, the joysticks are. I'm the same. Like, if you have an X, Y, and Z axis, or uh, a- I'm, like, look at the Y. It's all they're the both sticks yeah. are on the Y. Yeah, yeah, they're both in the if, middle. Where if you're looking at the the Pro controller, uh, the one stick is on the Y, but the other stick is on Y X. Okay, so it's up. I, over. I thought that's what you're talking about. That's Xbox has been doing that since 2001. That is actually my yeah, preferred yeah. layout. I prefer the staggered, the offset analog sticks. It's Sony's the only one that does okay. the in-line analog and sticks. I forget, on the Switch right now, aren't the analog sticks actually both on top? No. No, they no are they're offset. O- on Even the Joy-Cons. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're offset. Okay. They're offset. I know that the... They're bad. <laughs> the, um, the Wii U gamepad, they were not offset. That's why I couldn't remember if, how they were set up on the, on the Joy-Cons, because I don't have my Switch near me right now. Yeah, the Wii U, I mean, my Wii U is upstairs, so I can't even look yeah, at the, it. Yeah, the gamepad, they're both, they're at, like, the top, and then the, the D-pad and the buttons are underneath. That, that oh, I do yeah, remember. That. Yeah. Because that, that, that was an uncomfortable one to, to kind of work with. But that, it was also just, like, the size and stuff of it was, like, unless you were, like, sitting down with it kind of, like, resting on your lap, it was just kind of, like, awkward to hold a lot of times. But, what what else happened at this thing? Oh, actually. Oh, hold on, oh, hold, on hold on, hold on, hold on, real ahead. quick. Uh, so they're putting out the N sixty four and Genesis controllers. They're putting out the six button controller, but only in Japan. That sounds about right. O- only Japan needed six buttons. We got our but, shit done with three. No, fuck that. The six button controller is the Man, you only, Genesis controller. You only need one it button is. for Sonic. That all three buttons do the same thing in Sonic. So you only need one. You of know them. what? It's six button controller. All six buttons do the same thing. <laughs> like, who can give me more buttons to hit to spin? But the, yeah, no. Like, why are they only putting the six button controller out in Japan? Come on, Nintendo. Well, you had to jump through hoops to get it in America anyway. I had no, a six not, button controller. No. I never had a like, six button controller. I only have. I still only have three button controllers. They eventually became the default controller. I like. I had an earlier uh, Genesis. Then I didn't have. I had the one that actually had the. Um, the slider, the volume slider on it, which I think was the earlier. Yeah, yeah, that is the first version. And I can't see. So I have, I own two right now. One of them is on the shelf above the TV in here, connected to a Sega CD. I think that is the um the remodel. That's yeah, that's the two. Um, the other one is in the basement in a in a tote, so, and that is the old big one. Yeah, I mean, six button controllers were all over the place. I've like, never had one. You're, I had multiple. <laughs> like I also, I I was more Super Nintendo than Sega. Yeah, I, I was more Sega. Like Sonic but... was literally the only Sega games I actually enjoyed. And Echo the Dolphin. Yeah. Echo the Dolphin was swell. I never yeah. got anywhere. I just swam around the starting area, but it was a swell game. But yeah, we can continue. I just need to get that in. No, I understand. Uh, but yeah, how about Actraiser Renaissance, as it were? Sure. Are you telling me you guys aren't excited about Actraiser? I, nope. I I I never. I, I'm not saying I'm not excited. 
but I never it 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 holds no nostalgia for me. I guess I feel like this game is a hundred percent up your alley, though, Rich. It's half like uh, side scrolling beat 'em up, sure. half um simulation god game. Oh yeah. no! When I was watching it, I was all for it. Don't get me wrong; I'm not for it, but I I know nothing about about it. Like it brings no nostalgia to me from the past, so I'm just like I'm really I like I'm just. I'm not super excited for it, but I'm not not excited. I'm just like, I'm like, well, I'll wait for it to come out and see see where I'm at with games I'm playing and stuff, or if I should get it. Yeah. So to be fair, apparently from what I've I've read and heard on some podcasts, it's not good. Um, they did a very bad job. Um, it looks awful. It's way too expensive. It doesn't play well, and it's it's a huge disappointment because there's no other legal way to play that. So like, and I think it's it's like thirty bucks or something like that. And like it apparently like it plays like garbage and looks really bad while you're playing it. So maybe don't buy it, or at least wait till it's on a sale if you're gonna buy it. Yeah. But like the original Actraiser is a real good game. If you're gonna honestly, if you're gonna play Actraiser at this point, just pirate it. They fucked this up. It's their own fault. Yeah, I actually looked up to see if it was available on the SNES app. Um, it wasn't. Yeah, no. Obviously. the The only legal way to play it is this um remake. Or to, like, go find an actual copy of Actraiser for the N- Super Nintendo. Yeah, and then have a working SN. I mean, that's easy. I, I have, like, I you, have zero. Th- you can just find those at, at, in, like, the fucking dump at this point. They're everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. You go, to, go, to, go to a flea market, somebody's selling six of them for $5. <laughs> They're all yellow, but they work. All yellow. Yes, I did that. <laughs> all right, so we, we've reached a point where we have to talk about Chris Pratt. What did you guys think of the Mario movie cast? I think it's bad. Oh, you know what? That's going to be the, the last character in Smash Brothers. Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Chris Mario. Pratt. Chris oh, that Pratt. would be yeah. amazing. I, I'll be okay with that. Chris Pratt. Uh, Chris Pratt uh, and each each of his skins. So he'll actually be multiple characters because each of his different uh, like outfits as colors would be a different character he played. So we'd get a Star-Lord. We'd get uh, um, Jurassic Park. We'd get uh, him as Mario, so he'd be uh, like a mirror Mario, sort of. Um, oh, he could be the get... fucking creepy weird Mario from uh, from Mario Maker, the, the lanky one that didn't Mario. jump right. Yeah, uh, we, we'd get we'd get um, a, a Lego Chris Pratt, and then um, I'm just trying to figure oh, out. He, we would his get, name was we would Owen, get him. If I remember correctly, and then we would get him as Andy. Like, that would be his four costumes. He would be Andy. But it's season one. one Andy with the two broken legs. Uh, yeah. It, it's pre, pre-Guardians pre Andy, so that he's still chunky. With the broken legs. But also the Burt Macklin jacket. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It, it's a shame. Like, I don't dislike Chris Pratt. I think, like, when he gets cast in a movie, he's usually fun in that movie. Um, Like, he, he gets cast for the right things that I've seen it. He works in Jurassic Park. He works in Guardians. He was fantastic in um in Parks and Rec. But like fucking really, he's gonna voice Mario? Yeah, it's I'm I I, I had this I had this conversation on Brose and was told get over it. It's a kids movie, and I'm just like, look, I'm not mad at the fact that like <laughs> I don't I don't care if this movie is gonna be good or bad. I'm not saying this movie is going to be bad. I just think that they did a poor job casting because these are iconic voices. And, like, Charles Martinet is going to also be in it. Exactly. He's going to be in cameo roles. Why not just give him the lead fucking role as Mario? But I, with even without that, like, you're going to have Bowser going, as fucking Jack Black. 
and, and then and then you're gonna have Donkey Kong walking over, <coughs> laughing as fucking Seth Rogen, and, and then and then you, you you cast fucking uh uh like uh, who was it who was it who I uh Charlie Day as Luigi when he'd be a fucking amazing Toad. Yeah, like they they chose these names for their names. And I'm not saying any of these actors are bad, minus Seth Rogen. I'm just saying, maybe they should have picked better voice actors. No, like, I, I actually agree with that. Like, most of these actors I actually like a whole lot. Um, like, what is it? Um, uh, fuck, what's the guy's name that's playing, um, Cranky Kong? Uh, Fred Armitage? Yeah, like, that guy is generally really funny. But, like, I don't want to see him, I, like, I don't want him to be Cranky Kong. No, he would be a better Toad than, or he would be a great, or no, is Fred Armitage Toad? What, what is the cast? No, uh, isn't... Keegan Michael Key. Yes. Keegan Keegan yeah. Michael Key is Toad. Toad. Yeah. Yeah, like they just they they really did. They just they went out and got names instead of getting people that would suit the role in my at least in my opinion. And like honestly, they got Charlie Day. Why didn't they just get the entire cast of Always Sunny? They could have. <laughs> Danny DeVito was Bowser. No, no, no. Um, Danny DeVito was Toad. Okay. Um Dennis is Bowser. 100%. Um I can't think of his yeah. name off the moment. Um, but, but, Mac but, is Mario, because why the fuck not? D is Peach. Um, uh, the the fucking guy that the guy that they like went to high school with that is now like homeless and addicted to crack is um Luigi. <laughs> yeah, like that that those roles fill themselves with the cast of that show. Daisy yeah, is just, the waitress. I like. I'm 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 not gonna say this movie is gonna be horrible, and I really hope these actors like can pull off these voices. I mean, it's a video game movie. It's going to be horrible. Sonic was fucking amazing. That's that is the exception that proves the rule. Yeah, like I will say, like Sonic had no right to be as good as it was. I wouldn't call it amazing, but it was actually a very entertaining, like kids movie. Like they did a really good job with it. Yeah, and it's being made by the cast who did, uh, I believe, Despicable Me, or not the cast, the 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 the, the team who did. Oh yeah, great! The assholes that brought us the minions. I mean, the, that just means they're going to throw rabbits in there somewhere. Um, but yeah, like, did, did either of you guys see the video that uh, Pratt posted on social media, like, the next day? I I, I did not. I was, know he, like, he posted a thing where he was just, like, so excited. And was he, he was talking about how he used to play Mario as a kid, and how he's going to play Mario as an adult. Yeah, it, was, it goes, was actually a very bad video. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Like, and, and, th- and then at the end he goes, it's a me, Mario. That That's not the voice I'm going to do. And then I'm just... Yeah, that, that he that's exactly what he says. Like, he just says it as himself, and he's like, no, we're working on the voice, though. Like, you gotta wait. You have to wait till the mo- movie comes out to hear it. But just that whole video, it was very hard to tell whether he was actually trying to be sincere or if the whole thing was scripted. Because, like, the whole video was bad. He made a lot of really stupid faces. He tell like, he goes off, off, off on this side story about how he used to steal quarters out of the wishing fountain. To yeah, play a- to play Mario Brothers in the arcade, and then he goes, "Man, I got my wish to play Mario, but I stole somebody else's wish. That's gonna be bad karma, guys." And then he makes like a goofy face. I'm like, "Oh, come on, dude, you're better than this." Yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, I just I hope this is a good movie. I hope this is entertaining for both children and adults. I hope this brings back all the nostalgia. But I just with the voice acting, like. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna Sanic, uh, 20, 2019 this and be like, hey, change it. I'm not gonna, like, do, a, like, a, a, a change.org thing for them to change the voice casting. Like, no. 
It is what it is. I don't like it. That's fine. Hopefully it's good. But I have zero faith in it. Yeah, it did at least give two very fun reactions. Um, Drew, I don't know if you watched um, Giant Bomb talk over the direct. I didn't. Um, you should just look, look up the video and just fast forward to that point where all of them just are just like, what the fuck? And then um, Dan did his own like watch along with it. And fell out of his chair when when they showed Chris. Like, he was super excited when, when Miyamoto came out. And then he starts talking about the video, and you just see his excitement level, like, decreasing slowly by slowly. And then, as soon as Chris Pratt's picture came up, he fell out of his chair laughing. It was good. It was very good. Uh, so the last thing at the uh, Direct, though, was a little Bayonetta 3, finally. I wonder if they're going to do the same thing they did with Bayonetta 2 and release them all with the same, like, because it's been so long. Probably not, but... No, because you can already buy... They still sell 1 and 2 together for the Switch. Do they? Yeah, So, and I'm mm-hmm. sure it's still a $50 game, if not a full $60 game. Uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to add that to... I don't know if the Switch has a wish list. I'll have to add that to the wish list it does. to see if it ever goes down. Yeah, the, the Nintendo like site has like the wish list thing. You'll, they'll even send you emails when something on your wish list goes on sale, like like Steam does. Yeah. Um... Have you never played any of the Bayonetta's? I never played them. Um, I've I've always wanted to, just never never did, never got them, never owned them. And when the uh, Wii U version came out, um, and and they had both Bayonetta one and two, but it was like, uh, what was the word? Um, it was very hard to get. It was it was hard to get the version that had both of them. It was very rare to get both of them in the in the single as a single price as well. Uh, I never I could never find it, so I just never got it. Um. Bayonetta 1 is on sale on Steam for 5 bucks. Honestly, it's, um, Bayonetta 1 is a very good game. I, I actually haven't played 2. I own 2 because I, I have it on Switch. I, I have the 1 and 2. And 1 was a lot of fun. I just I never got around to 2. So it doesn't look like you can buy a combo pack on Switch for Bayonetta 1 and 2 anymore. At least not digital. Maybe physical. It still exists. It's $80 to buy both of them on Switch right now. Jesus. Yep. Or I'm... hold on. Uh, wait. Was it? It's ba- okay. Yeah. No. Eighty dollars. Bayonetta two is fifty. Bayonetta one is thirty. Yeah. And actually, looking, I looked on Amazon. The physical game is seventy five dollars, and that's the physical game. And it's the so the one I have also. It's a digital download of the of the first game, and then a physical version of the second game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that is seventy five dollars on Amazon. Well, I just bought Bayonetta one, so if I can find Bayonetta two inexpensive then i'll be able to play on both yeah i mean bayonetta one at this point is a little old so like but it's it's still a fun game that plays well because it it, it's one of those like quality platinum so and like that trailer for bayonetta 3 looks really fucking cool and it did it did but now i just want a giant kaiju i want to know why they had the little dog mascot from astral chain and does that mean we're going to get another astral chain i didn't i mean i didn't play astral chain so i Really couldn't have realized, but I what, didn't notice it. Yeah, that that dog mascot. So when what, in the trailer, right before Bayonetta shows up, the camera pans around to where she appears, and it's that like dog mascot looking thing with the police hat on. Okay, that is the mascot of the the Astral Chain police force from Astral Chain. Okay, maybe um, it's connected universe. I mean, they're both platinum games at the very least, so yeah. I I don't think that they would be connected universes just because they're two very different worlds, but I. It would be nice if that was just like a little teaser that they are going to do another Astral Chain because I feel like it was left open enough that you you can do a sequel and I I liked that game a whole lot. That's that's another one that I I wanted to get and never got. Um, so I might have to add that to my 
Switch wish list and wait for it to go on sale. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, that was the Nintendo Direct. Uh, so I I got into the the Halo Infinite multiplayer flight thing that they're doing. So, cool. so is, is that is that just like their their beta test for Infinite multiplayer, or is it? Yes. Oh, what, so, what is it? So they did one of these back in August where it, it it was it was the multiplayer, but it was the bot only multiplayer. They only had okay. PvP on for like an hour. Okay. But it's basically you go, you have, you have to sign up on a website and then they invite people and you get invited for all sorts of Halo related stuff. Like I've gotten invites for some of the Master Chief collection stuff that they're doing. Um, but yeah, so they just have, they have two modes available when, when it's up and it's PvP multiplayer where it, it cycles through the different, um, types of matches. Um, it's Team Slayer, Capture the Flag, and, um, I forget what the other one's called, but it's like the Capture the Point, like the A, B, and C, and you have to like stand in the area to capture it. Um, it's fun. Like they, it, it is actually. A, I if I get Halo Infinite, I'm not going to be playing the multiplayer. But it was it was Halo multiplayer, and that was one of the few multiplayer like shooters that I always like enjoyed, even when I wasn't doing well. Um, yeah, I am not nearly as good at Halo as I used to be, or just everybody else is a lot better. Like one or the other, probably a little bit yeah. of both. Um, my first few matches, I was very bad. Like I got maybe two kills and double digit deaths. Um, but then after playing for a little while and like learning the maps and where the weapons were and all that stuff, um, I, I was doing significantly better, especially in like the capture the flags and the, the non team slayer stuff, because team slayer is just rough when you're playing with random people. Um, because I actually had one, I had one round where there was one person on the team who had a microphone on and was actually like really good about it. Like they were on there, like constantly, like saying like useful in-game stuff like hey people are coming up from over here or hey we're doing this or hey we're doing that or you know like just like directing things um in a way that actually like made it easier to like not get killed yeah um but then any other time that somebody jumped in with a fucking mic on they were just being obnoxious and playing loud music or saying stupid shit and i was just turning mics off immediately yeah that i I still don't understand the people who have to blast loud music when playing yeah especially like to have your mic like to don't have your fucking microphone on if you're doing that like why are you just that sort of douchebag yeah Mm. like like if i'm gonna play say i were to play apex on like at this point if i were to play apex i would download it onto my pc and play it on my pc if i were gonna have music playing it would be coming through my headphones which i'm also using to play apex yeah, exactly. So, like, like, like that's that's how it should be. If you're gonna listen to music while playing a game, it should be coming through your headphones. Yeah, but because... people people are pieces of shit on the internet. Yeah, I mean that's not just the internet. I have somebody walking down my street almost daily with a fucking giant Bluetooth speaker, listening to music through their phone on their fucking Bluetooth speaker. People yeah. are just fucking assholes. Yeah, like it's one thing if you have like a speaker in your yard and like you're sitting outside or yeah. whatever, but like to walk down the street with a fucking speaker, that's just weird. In, in in the year 2021, where most, well, actually, in the years uh, 2015 to 2019, where most phones came with headphones, there should be no reason that you can't listen to your music on headphones. Like, I mean, you're not wrong. You should have a million. I literally have like six pairs of headphones around me right now. So to be fair, though, most phones don't have headphone ports anymore. Well, that's so. that's that's a personal problem. Like, stop oh, getting oh. stop getting a fucking iPhone. There you go. I fixed your problem right Samsung there. Samsung phones no longer have headphone jacks either. Just get Android then. Just get Google. You can only get... So unless you're going to buy them up front full price, you can only get the good ones from Verizon. Um, 
I mean, it's the same price either way. It's actually cheaper. Does the Pixel have a headphone jack? Um, I thought I they got rid of it, too. I'm my, actually pretty my, sure they may have. Mine has a headphone jack. Which one do you have? Uh, the 5A. So I think it's one of... And Rich, this is not a shot against your phone. I think it's like the the not top-end ones still got headphone jacks. The top-end phones got them removed for whatever that's, reason. That's the bullshit, though. Is why is it the top-end doesn't get a fucking headphone jack? Bet- music quality comes out better through a headphone jack than through Bluetooth head. Uh, Bluetooth wireless audio. Not if you buy $300 earbuds. Come on now. I have a $100 headphone that I bought for my PS5 that I get better audio quality through my $50 pair of Audio Technicas than I do through that thing. It's not I can't price. say the PS5 headset's really fucking good, but... It's, it's good, but the audio is muffled. It's very muffled. Like, I, I don't use it anymore unless I'm playing on my PS5. Well, those were also $99. They weren't 300 you need, to get, saying, you need to get though, yourself my, some Beats by Dre. My my $100 Audio Technica, or not even $100, I think it was like $60, $70 Audio Technicas work better than those. Which, I mean, happens. So, here's the actual reason they take headphone jacks out, is to make the phones. Yeah, it's, I, I, but phones are getting, it's just, I don't know, it's dumb, I hate it, like, I hate yeah. phones. I don't think the Pixel 5 has a headphone jack. I think you're right, and yeah, like... To buy those phones full price, like they're just too fucking expensive. Like I they do, are. I do the the like pay monthly through T-Mobile, but T-Mobile doesn't get Google phones. Like they 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 get the lower side of them. Like they get like the A5. Yeah. But well, like, that's why I got that's why I got the five A because that was the most recent thing they had when I went and bought it, and I needed a new phone. Yeah, like for me, like that phone, like those phones are usually like less functional than the phone i currently have because i usually get like the the newest model of one and because I, I actually wanted a, the pixel the one time i went into t-mobile and then i was talking to the guy and they're like oh yeah no this isn't like the pixel this is like the like like it was like the a model and i'm like oh that sucks he's like yeah like i forget what i had at the time it might have been like the um the s20 he's like yeah your s20 is actually still better than this one um, yeah. it, it's got more memory and and a better processor i'm like oh well fuck i guess i'll get the note 20 Ultra then. Yeah, I should have I should have returned this within my first two weeks and gotten a different phone. This is my five A. I don't like it. I don't. It, it, it takes too long for it to connect to Android Auto. Uh, Auto and it's just it's constantly like at least once a week. I have I have a, an app called Alarm Clock Extreme, which I have to like put in a capture code or something to turn it off. So if I snooze it too much and then try to do something else. It won't be able to process both the alarm clock and other stuff, and I won't be able to open any apps. Anytime I hit the home button or anything else, it flashes my home and then goes full black. I have to restart my phone in order to Jesus. do anything. Is it that hard for you to wake up in the morning that you need to put a CAPTCHA into your alarm clock? Uh, yes. Jesus, man. You need to get some more sleep. I mean, it, it doesn't matter how early or late I go to bed. It's still happening. Damn. So, confirmed the five... The Pixel Five does not have a headphone jack, and the Six isn't going to. So yeah, they, yeah, phones I'd have just done away with headphones. Soon jacks. enough, uh, yeah, I'd imagine soon enough. No. Then at this point, I'm like, I'll be that guy that says it. At this point, uh, um, providers have to start providing wireless headphones with all their phones. No, they don't. No, they sure as like, fuck don't. Because uh, pl- plenty I'm, of I'm, phones didn't provide headphones, like wired headphones, for the longest time. It's just, I mean, they they provide a wire that lets you plug in wired headphones. So then do that. Provide the wire, provide the wire headphones. And I just, I don't want people walking around 
with their speakerphones anymore. Like, this just fuck. We're, we're not, we're not in early 2000 chirp phone, bloop, where you at, era. No, so I, I agree. People need to, like, stop playing their shit for everyone to hear. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, the phone companies don't have to do anything. Like, some of them don't even give you actual chargers anymore. You actually have to buy no. the charger yeah. separate. They yeah. just, they give I, you the cable, well, maybe. I, I got, uh, when I got the 5A, it sent me a charger. Uh, it came with a charger and a charge cable and a dongle for USB, um, uh, three point, for a normal USB to USB C because the wire they sent was, uh, USB C to normal USB, but the charge plug is USB C. Why didn't you just give me a USB-C to USB-C, you fucking idiots? Like, wh- why? Why are you so dumb? Why did I need this extra plastic? Yeah, that is actually very just stupid and funny. Uh, uh But, yeah, anyway, Halo uh, Infinite Multiplayer. You still got... You, you, you gonna play that anymore? So, it it's only on the weekends. So, I, I, I did get invited to this coming weekend also. Um, It is very specific time frames. So, it's like, it was... Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m., I want to say, Eastern Time on all those days, and then, like, 8 to 11. Maybe 1 to 5. Either way, like, um, it, it's only, like, certain blocks of hours. Luckily, like, the, I, I never had any server issues. I was able to get right in every time. I was able you, – you can actually go in and, like, customize your um, your Spartan, change the color and everything. Um, you do unlock some cosmetic stuff as you're playing, but a lot of it is just locked out of this and locked. Some of it's locked behind like paywalls and like other subscription-y things. But yeah, it played well. Um, weapons were good. I never had any. The the only show I had were shitty people online who would just like if the if you started it, it if you weren't immediately winning the game, they would just drop the fuck out of it. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's yeah. But it's like you know, like all the matches had time limits. Um, and it was funny, like on Friday, I want to say there were sli- the Slayer match time limits were like 20 minutes. It never took that long because um, it was like 50 kills in 20 minutes. But then mm-hmm. on Saturday, it was all down to 12, like 12 minutes to 50 or 50 kills. Yeah. And it's like th- that's 12 minutes for a round is a is a good round. And it frankly doesn't take that long to get 50 kills in 4v4. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was fun. Um, I will probably try and play again over the weekend just to run around a little bit more. but. It does. It gives me hope for the campaign to be good because it plays really well. Like it plays and feels like Halo. Um, yeah. My only real complaint is um, they no longer have just a default option to switch it to boxer controls, and that really bums me out. Because you're weird. I don't want to fucking click the thumbstick into melee attack. Why? Because you always melee attack in that game. I never melee attack in. Then you're not playing Halo, right? Halo is a, you, you, you run at people, you zigzag, you duck, you jump, you, and then when you get close enough, you melee them. Maybe that is why I always sucked at Halo multiplayer. Yeah. No, it's, if you get the shotgun, it's it's a one-shot kill if you're close enough. Because you, you, you shoot them, and shooting them generally takes down their shields and some of their health, and then one good melee with the shotgun, and it kills them. Like, I used to run around, like, um, like hang them high and stuff like that in the first Halo. Just all I needed was the shotgun. I would just run around and kill everybody. It was great. But, like, it worked really well with Boxer because it would be right trigger shoots them, left trigger melees. And you you can do those settings manually. It's just you have to go through and, like, remap all of the buttons because something – I forget. I think um Zoom is on the left trigger. And it's, like, unfor- if it was look down sights, I would deal with it. But it's not look down sights. It's, like, this uncomfortable zoom that doesn't really zoom in unless you have a sniper rifle. 
So it doesn't really help you with your aiming at all, the way, like, aim down sights does. Well, yeah, because Halo doesn't have aim down sights. No, right? no, and it, it, it never has, but yeah, a lot of games didn't have aim down sights in the early 2000s and, ha- like, have them now. Halo just, it's not one of them. And it's not a big deal. Like, I don't need aim down sights. It's just that having zoom on the left trigger just seems absolutely useless unless you have a sniper rifle. Because it also is one of those things where if you get shot while you're zoomed, it knocks you out of it anyway. So it's very just kind of, like, jumpy and un... It's not useful, basically. Uh, But, Drew, what is Diablo 2 Resurrected looking like still? Uh, It looks real good. Uh, You know, now that the full game is out, I've gotten to see Axe 3, 4, and 5 because the beta only had Axe 1 and 2. And, yeah, hey, that game's still pretty darn good. Nice. Like, Diablo 2 still a good game. Who would have thought? And 20, and 20 years later. The updated art and 60 frames per second, 4K, like, all looks really nice. And, like I said, the game's still fun to play. Still fun to click on things and watch them and drop item. Nice. What are you playing? I mean, I have, like, one of everything except the Barbarian at this point. Although, me and... It, like, me and Eric were talking earlier about how we both kind of hate barbarians because, like, Whirlwind is the only viable thing, but then we're just, like, looking at dumb bits of barbarians to make. But, like, my highest level thing right now is a, a summoning necromancer, which is something I never played before because it would lag games way too bad, and it doesn't now, so that's a thing. I can have all my stupid summons out. In fact, I was even in a game with another person as a who was also playing a summoning necromancer, and we were jokingly like yelling at each other, "Hey, leave some corpses for me." <laughs> <laughs> so, are you playing online then? Yeah, I. Uh, 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 actually, I guess now that they have a shared stash and single player, I'm guessing the stash is shared. Like they they added shared tabs to the stash at, at least in multiplayer. I know for sure. Um. I haven't created an offline character to confirm that, but I can't imagine it wouldn't be in there. But, like, I never liked playing that game on single player, because, like, you would find gear for a character that was not the... Like, you would find a unique for a class that you aren't playing as, and it's like, cool, well, it's stuck on this character forever. (laughs) So, but if you're playing online, even if you're just playing in private games by yourself, like... Oh, I found a bow while I'm playing as a druid. Guess I can make an Amazon, and now I can just put it in the shared stash and have my Amazon go take it out whenever. Yeah. Nice. Also, Rich, you're you're being uh, optimistic, giving a 20-minute 20, 20 countdown before you're, you're going to be able to stream. I can change <laughs> it. I can change it. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah. It's, I, I, I was, I was going to go for 8.30, but I was like, let me go for 8.20, and if I need to change it, I'll change it. I already, I have the app <laughs> open and everything changes. We're, u- we're usually done around 8.30. Yeah, yeah, but I, I'm going to have to, like, use bathroom and stuff and everything, so we'll see. We only got two more things left, so. But, uh, yeah, so you're, you're, you're enjoying your uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected journey? Yeah, for sure. Did you hear, apparently, on, um... On the console edition, it doesn't have any of the good stuff that they did for 3. Like, it doesn't... Like, they didn't optimize it for a controller the way they did with Diablo 3. Like what? Um, So, I haven't played it. I'm going off of what Jeff said on the Bombcast. But it's all... It's like, inventory is all like... um. It sounds like it's move a cursor sort of stuff. Instead of... Like, they actually had... 
it's been a while since I played it on the console, but Diablo 3, it was all like everything was mapped to the buttons really well. You didn't have to do anything weird with it. Um, when you got into inventory, you could use like the D-pad to just move between the items and quickly assign them the things. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, did you ever? I thought you played it on console. Did you not? Yeah. By the time it came out on console, I was 300 hours into that game. For some reason, I thought no, you played it on console. No, there was no cross progression. So why the fuck would I have bought it on console? Yeah, so uh, I'm not crazy like Eric. So Diablo three on console, fucking amazing. They did uh, so such a good job with it. Like that is, it was one of those games where I'm like, there's no way this game is going to play correctly on a console. Hey, Diablo one on PlayStation one was not terrible, honestly. Uh, that's fair, but yes, uh, apparently this one like. They, they basically just put the PC game onto console and just mapped the things to controller inputs. Yeah, I mean, I guess the difference with this is, like, this game is running on the Diablo 2 gen. Yeah. Like, it is Diablo 2 that has its skin on top of it. But like, so there's only so much they could do. But if you're if you're going to make the game on console, like, why not put the work in and make it playable on console? I mean, it's playable, like, I'm sure... It doesn't sound like it's fun to play, though. The, the, yes, I mean, that is a different thing. But I don't know how much they could get into the code without breaking the game to make some of those things happen. I'm sure they can do it. They're a bunch of smart people. I mean, the game... My, uh, my one friend had to turn... Disable their second monitor to get the game to run properly. And in fact, actually, like, yesterday... It was straight crashing her computer until she disabled her second monitor, and it does not support ultra-wide monitors at all. Like, they were like, nope, can't do it. The game will not support a 21 by 9 monitor or whatever. So, I mean, that just means they skimped on development then. Well, I mean, partially, but also, like, literally, it's a 21... The game is running on 21-year-old code. No, I get that. And But but if you're going to re-release a game in 2021 that's 20 years old, you have to make it playable on modern hardware. Like, nobody has a single fucking um, 19-inch monitor anymore. Well, I mean, like, the sing- the dual monitor thing is definitely weird, but, you know, like, I'm playing it on a 4K TV just fine. Yeah, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, they should have put the work in for it to make it standard. Like, they sh- like to what a standard setup is. Like, almost everybody has two screens. They either have two screens or an ultra-wide. Yeah. I have three. I don't like ultra wides. Yeah, no. Uh, and like I don't know exactly what the issue with like the dual monitors is. Like I feel like though now that I'm think did I have two monitors on the one desk even back then? I don't think. I don't... But like that seems weird that that wasn't working. But also don't know if like like she said she uses has like extended desktop. I, I don't know. Like I don't know if there was just something weird. So I mean, games in general but, can be weird when it comes to multiple screens. Like a lot of Steam yeah. games will crash, or well, not crash, but minimize if you click away from them. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I played the Diablo two beta, I actually played in windowed mode, which is probably why I didn't notice it. Um, because it's just easier to play in a borderless window because my my monitor is large enough that it's still filled up the whole screen. I could mm-hmm. just still easily click on other things off of the game while I was playing. Gotcha. Which, I mean, that's always an option, too. Like, if somebody has multiple monitors or, like, big monitors, you play in borderless window and just Mm -hmm. make it the size of your monitor. Yeah. Um, But anything else in particular you want to talk about with Diablo? Nah. Pretty much covers it. All right. Well, then, Rich, what the fuck is Timberborn? Picture this, okay? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch this pitch this idea for you. Um, everything goes to shit. The world falls apart. Society ends. Humans die. Beavers take over. I'm out. What? Come on now. It's it's a survival base builder, uh, a, a economy type game, um, where you you play as beavers. It's just you play as beavers. Um, so you gotta gather the wood and you gotta like. Cre- like generate the resources. You got to keep them fed. You got to um, the the gameplay cycle is uh uh x every x amount of days, and I think it's random how often uh the cycle changes. But every x amount of days, there's a drought, and so you have to survive through the drought. That could be anywhere between three and nine days long, depending on how long you've been playing. So how far set up you are. Um, and the idea is to just like create a large budding society on a map uh that's pretty big yeah okay. it's it's like i've spent uh let's see i bought the game friday and i spent about three to four hours playing it on friday I spent another two or three one or two playing it on saturday um overall i think i've only gotten about 10 10 to 15 hours tops i could actually just check my steam and see how long i have played into it uh, but I actually had someone on my stream last night I was talking with, and I asked them, because they, they were watching, and I asked them, I was like, how, how, uh, ha- have you played this? How many hours you have in it? Um, and just for, uh, uh, I, the game came out on the 15th, and they're at 150 hours already. Over 150 hours. Wow. That's like yeah. Drew right there with Diablo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people get obsessed about some games. I mean, I I bought it I bought it on Friday. I've, I've got about ten and a half hours into, um, and it's just like there's like there's just so much to learn and figure out as you're playing initially, and then like there's not it's it's still in early access. And I actually I learned about it. I was sent a, a text from from a friend showing it to me, and then um, one of the YouTube channels I watch, City Planner plays. I think I've told you guys about him. He did a, a live stream about it as well as um, just a normal video for it. And he said that the the way this game is, in early access, is as good as Banished was when it was fully finished. Which, Banished is another game where, like, you're banished from a town, and you're a group of settlers that are trying to expand and cre- create a town and a society. So it's, like, the same aspect, except this one is with beavers, and that one is with humans. So he's like, this one is just as polished as Banished was, and they're still working on it. Which is like it's kind of promising that that, that that it's like that good, and I I absolutely love it. I enjoy it. It's 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 adorable. Um, uh, one of the cool things is the buildings you make. They can either have a flat roof or like a not flat roof. And if it has a flat roof, you can build up. So when you go to build like your housing, you can set aside a block and just building up higher and higher and higher, making high rises out of these wood buildings. That, that these wood beaver buildings and platforms that they have to move around to get to the bottom of. And it's just like, it, it's, it's, it's just, it's a neat idea. It's really cool. It's really fun. And I love it so much. Well, that's good. At least you're liking it. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, uh, I think it was actually on sale when I bought it. No, it might have just been 20 bucks when I bought it. Uh, which is what it's supposed to be. Um, but yeah, it is, it is a very, uh, fun, uh, unique game. Um, I definitely, I, I suggest anybody who has a PC and who likes these kinds of, like, survival tech, like, 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 like what is, uh, like, Civ 
esque games, except this isn't a turn based game. This is all real time. So it's a real time survival, I guess, is what you would call it. Um, definitely check it out. It's, 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 it's just, it's really fun. Uh, and there's like, even at 10 hours, there's still so much more I have to learn about it. Um, I've never even, like, you get to a point where you can get and create dynamite and then create new areas that will be like lakes and rivers to be prepared for droughts. And I haven't even gotten to that point yet. I've never made dynamite. Um, and like, I'm looking through the screenshots on Steam and like, there's buildings I've never made before and stuff I've never dealt with. It's, yeah, like, the beginning of the game is very fun, but like, now that I've gotten a few saves that are like three, four hours in, I'm like, there's more to it than just starting up. And like, to expand further and further onto this map and this island and to like, set up your, your power, um, like, to connect power, it's not just a power line. You actually have to connect from gear to gear to gear. Um, and it's just like that intricate level of planning to connect your windmill from the side that it needs to connect to around to like over paths and things like that, just to get it all to work together. Um, and eventually building like floodgates and things like that to hold back rushing water or, or to release some if it's like overflowing. It, it's, it's very, it's neat. It really is. Cool. Yeah. Doesn't it? It does not sound like my sort of game, but it sounds like some no. definitely something up your alley. Oh yeah, it's it's totally totally something up my alley. Um, I like I have a personal uh map that I play on my free time, and then I have a stream map that I play when I'm going to be streaming. Um, I and I've twice now I've failed to a point uh after or during a drought where all of my beavers have died, and it's really sad. Wow, way um, to be a terrible fucking beaver owner or whatever. So what was? Uh, the last time that happened was on stream, and what did I do? I didn't realize that I was running out of food. Um, and, and like, I, I didn't make a farm early enough or big enough, and I started expanding and, and, and having, having more beavers than I could feed. Uh, so then a drought came, and I was able, like, some beavers died, but enough lived to where I could re, repopulate. But then, but then, like, something else happened and more and more beavers died. Eventually I was just left with kids and then they started dying because kids don't do any work. So then I was just like, all right, well I'm done. Uh, and then another time was, uh, the first game I played, I started a new district, not realizing that beavers in one district don't do anything in another. And then a drought had happened shortly after I started the district and it threw things off and I ended up losing my entire uh, colony. So that was like more of a accident learning the mechanics than it was like a I made a stupid decision. Which happens in those sorts of games. Yeah, yeah, especially when it was my first time playing. Um, but it, it's uh, yeah, it's I, I I love it. I was gonna play it today, but I decided to do Seven Days to Die instead. Um, yeah, it's it's great. It is great. Cool. Well, this is is going to be fairly quick. Um, Cana Bridge of Spirits. I, I I continued playing it. That game is a fucking liar. Why why is it a liar? Oh. Is there no bridge? Are there no spirits? I've actually seen no bridges yet. So are that there, that, there, is, that is one problem. Lots <laughs> what, of spirits. What about, Lots of spirits. What about, what about the ofs? <laughs> I don't know if there have been any ofs, to be honest with you. But that game is like a a, a baby souls like. <laughs> um. So so I was right. You got to get good. Yeah, like it. it so. I ha- I've managed to get through the bosses so far, but 
you don't realize it early on. And like I thought like the bosses were like like the mini bosses, let's call them, were like a challenge to an extent, but like they weren't bad. It was like you just had to kind of dodge and hit them a whole bunch. Um but like once you start getting to like the the actual larger bosses, it's completely unforgiving. If you get hit once, you're basically fucked. Um and there's no there's no consistent way to um get your health back. So when you're in like a so like most of the most of the fights are basically like little little mini arenas. And a lot of the boss fights or just like um more like story driven fights have one or two of flowers that will heal you once per flower, but you have to have built up enough of your rot courage to use it, which also means you are using that to heal rather than to attack. Um and the only way to build up rot courage is to land attacks. So it's you know, it's it's a it's a it, it's a bitch of a game. Um and you go from like these like very peaceful, like mostly simple platforming levels to get in these boss fights where it might take you like ten tries to get through them. Because like it's it is very much like those Souls games where you have to like learn the boss's pattern and figure out like what the actual dodge timing is because when you, just because you dodge doesn't mean you're not gonna get hit. And when you uh actually defeat that boss don't you feel such a good sense of accomplishment? No, not really. Like, like, oh man, that was hard, but I figured it out and I beat it, and I'm happy now because I beat it. No, I don't. I don't really get that. Like, I really like the world of this game. I don't like the the those like the 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 kind of just random combat where you're just fighting groups of things is usually fine. Um, the only ones are those that kind of suck, or when um you occasionally find uh ch- chests that have stuff in them that you have to fight enemies to open, and some of them have uh have timers on them where you have to defeat like X amount of enemies in a certain time limit. But the enemies don't just all spawn at once. You have to t- you have to defeat certain certain amounts of them before more will spawn. And some of these enemies are not quick to defeat, so when you can't sp- like get them to spawn more of the easier to defeat ones while you're also like whittling away at the bigger one it becomes just frustrating if nothing else because it's like it's not like you're having trouble defeating them it's literally just the enemies aren't spawning fast enough for you to take them out because one of them just actually takes time to kill it's not just a four hit combo to defeat them um <laughs> but yeah like the the boss fights are very much like what you'd find in like your Sekiro's and your, and your Souls games where they have, like, um, occasionally they'll have, like, glowy spots on them that if you hit those with an arrow, it kind of, like, it does extra damage but also stuns them for a minute so you could theoretically run up and, like, hit them a few more times. Um, generally, your melee attacks do almost no damage against them, so you're looking to hit them with, like, the rot powers, which you have to land normal attacks first, so either hitting them with your arrow or getting in close and hitting them with a melee. But it's just, even when you dodge, there's a good chance that the, the attack is still going to hit you. And where I'm at in the game now, like, if I'm lucky, I can get hit three times and not die. Um, but yeah, so it's a lot of, like, going in and just dying against the boss over and over again to see, like, what the hitbox actually is. Um, and that, to me, that part is just not fun. Like, that combat's not fun. I don't like Souls games for that exact reason. I don't like doing the same thing over and over again. Um, but, like, the world is interesting enough that I just kind of keep going with it. Like, and it, it's a very pretty game, and like I said, like, the platforming and, like, the other stuff is fun enough that, like, it's, I'm overlooking the just shittiness of the boss fights. But I think if you like those Soulsy games, it, you'd probably really like the, the combat in here. Yeah, I, I really want to get Kano. It's, it's, it's on my list of things I want to get 
but I've not gotten because A, I forgot that it was coming out, and B, I just haven't gotten it. Um, yeah. I think it, it's definitely worth getting. Like, and I'm yeah. I'm going to keep playing it even though I don't like the boss combat because like the rest of the game is charming enough that like I want to I want to see it through. And like if I get frustrated enough with the combat where I just don't want to do it anymore, it does have difficulty settings. Like I can always drop down the difficulty just to like see the rest of the story and be done with it. Okay. Um, which is nice because like yeah. a lot of those gate like the Souls games, like the From Software games, don't do that. Like you either get good or don't play the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but like Jedi Fallen Order had the same thing. Like if you just really didn't want to deal with the bullshit, um, two hit and you're dead combat, it like you could just drop the the uh the difficulty down. Which that's at least it, it makes it less of a of just like a fuck you game. I'm done. Walk away. Because I always know that like it, I can do that. Like. If I just get to the point where, even if it's just one boss, like if I just don't want to deal with a boss, I can just drop it down for that boss and then put it back to, to normal. It just, it, it, it makes me uh, laugh and think, like, it's funny that, like, the things I hate the most are platforming. I'm terrible at platforming. And I love platformers. I, I, and you love platformers. Um, like, but I love sitting there and figuring out the moves and the timing and the pattern recognition. Like, I would be an awesome like speedrunner if i cared to do that because that's all pattern recognition and muscle memory and timing and see i like i like going like i like going through stuff that requires like quick reflexes but not so much like the pattern recognition stuff like it's one thing on a platformer where you're just kind of learning when and where to jump to like like uh, like a game like celeste where it's it's a lot of doing like bits of a level over because you're just trying to figure out like what what the most effective way through it is. But when it comes to, like, a, like a boss fight, like, I don't want to have to keep making my way to this fight and dying every three hits trying to figure out, like, what weapon does the right damage or when to block versus when to dodge. I just want to be able to play the game and, like, make progress. Um, but at least um, Kana also is pretty um, good with its uh, checkpointing. Um I've died a couple of times, like, just doing something stupid, like, in the game, and I've never gotten put back so far that I've been, like, frustrated enough to just be like, all right, I'm done for now. And at least with the bosses, it generally checkpoints you just before them. So That's other good. other than, like, having to skip cutscenes because it replays the cutscene every time, like, you're right there. So you don't have to, like, go through a bunch of other stuff to get back to where you were. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, I like that game still. It, it's frustrating, but I enjoy it. And I... I I think that's probably a show, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, just remember, we have uh, that docu series, Formula One Drive to Survive, season three, that we're going to be talking about uh, the week of the fourteenth. Yep. So two weeks from tomorrow. Well, yes, we'll be recording two weeks from today, but this when this goes up, it'll be two weeks from tomorrow. I mean, well, it'll be two, two weeks from today. From yesterday. It's two weeks from tomorrow for us, but it's two weeks from today for the listener, unless the listener is lo- listening to it. Two weeks from today, then it is tomorrow for them. So yeah, time is weird. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, F one documentary series thing. I'm probably gonna start that this week. It's good. I'll yeah. take your word for it. I, I'm I'm intrigued because like while I don't care about racing, I've always thought F one was just. I thought the idea of that was more interesting than like NASCAR. Yeah. Um, if nothing else. So, but yeah, I guess otherwise, if you would like to find more of our content you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. 
can't support us there with your dollars, though, you can go to your favorite podcast platform like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us. Those things all help a whole bunch. You can also find us on social media. We are facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo. And you can always send us an email to social at one-quest.com. Otherwise, we will be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you. Bye.